Hey everybody, this is Full Draw Friday, episode number five. Welcome back to another Full Draw Friday. For those of you on YouTube, you can see that we've got video now, so that's good. That'll give you guys something to uh, watch while I'm in, on here blabbing. And this will be the first actual Full Draw Friday on YouTube. So if you are watching this on YouTube and you haven't gone back and listened to the other ones, you should go back and do that. We've got four other episodes. It's hard to believe this is already the fifth week we've been doing this for over a month already. This is kind of a new spinoff of the regular Ridge Hunter Outdoors podcast that I uh, started at the beginning of the season. So... I'm enjoying it. I'm actually learning a lot going through it, too. That's part of the reason I like doing the podcast, because I think I learn probably more than the people listening do. But today, I want to talk about some rut tactics for the warm weather. Obviously, that's pretty relevant right now, because we've got a heat wave going through the Midwest. It's going to be hot for like another week. I don't think we're supposed to even have a north wind until like next Friday, so hopefully these things will help you out. Obviously, this hot weather makes it a lot tougher, even though we are... uh, during some of the best days of the year right now, as far as whitetail hunting goes, this hot weather makes it tough. Uh, the deer are still doing their thing, but like we talked about on podcasts before, when it's this warm out, they're going to be doing it mostly at night. My cameras have been showing that. A lot of guys I've talked to, the same thing. The deer are moving quite a bit at night, chasing, seeing several bucks on camera up on their feet, where that would be daytime movement potentially if it was normal temperatures, uh, you know, highs in the 50s or even the 40s, but with the highs in the low mid-70s, it tends to subdue that movement during the daylight. So I'm going to talk about uh, just a few ways that maybe you can help increase your odds for success during this heat wave uh, during the rut. So these would be some rut-specific things to do when it's hot. Like I said, I put an article on this up on the RidgeHunterOutdoors.com website, so you can go check that out. It'll be Similar to what I'm going to talk about today, but if you'd rather get on there and read it, I'm sure there'll be some other stuff that I won't go over. And then conversely, if you read the article and you just like, you'd rather listen to it, I think this would be good for that too. So we'll get right into it with number one. Um, And again, this is something I talked about on the pre-rut episode, but we're going to put emphasis on the morning hunt. So we're on the pre-rut episodes. We just really started hunting the mornings. Now with this hot weather, they're going to become pretty imperative to your success right now. Most of the daylight movement from bucks is going to be in the coolest part of the day, which right now is the mornings. Even though the temperature is still getting up in the mid-70s, we're still going to see, you know, lows in the 40, high 40s, low 50s during the morning hour, at least till late morning. So that gives you a few hours in there where you got a decent chance of seeing what up on their feet, especially if you combine that with being back in the timber where you've got some shade, where the if the wind's blowing a little bit, that's going to help a bunch. I actually went out last night, and if you watched the vlog, you heard me talk about this, but in case you didn't, I jumped a buck on my way in, and he was in a place where the deer never, I've never jumped a buck out of there. Um, I've ran some does out, but they weren't even bedded in there. This dude was bedded in that woods, and I think after thinking about it and talking through it, I think he was probably in there bedding because it's not very thick in there. He had plenty of shade and the wind was moving through there. It was probably the coolest place that he could be. The other little block of timber on that specific property is pretty thick, so it doesn't get a lot of wind moving through there. So it's going to be a little warmer. 
and it's got more sun uh, down onto it. Obviously, it's got more open canopy. That's why it has more underneath uh, understory. So the woods that I was in and walking into when I bumped that buck was a lot more of what you would consider a summer habitat for the deer, but with it being 70 degrees, maybe that's where you find them. So that's something in its own that I don't really talk about in the article, and I hadn't really planned to talk about today, but if you've got a place where you're not seeing the bucks where you normally do, maybe they're back in those spots that are a little more, they play a little more towards the summer pattern. So you could go check those out. I, I'm pretty sure that's what he was doing in there. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Otherwise, why he would be bedding in that specific woods, that's got to be what it was. So like I said, though, if you're in there in the morning, that's going to be the coolest place or the coolest part of the day. So if they're still up on their feet, that's probably where they're going to be. I mean, you got a good chance if you're up on a, a ridge or a saddle where you're typically seeing that buck cruising, you know, throughout the entire day during a regular year during the rut where it's, you know, 45 degrees all day, he may still be using that same place. He probably is, but he's doing it at night and maybe you catch him in there early morning before it gets too hot. So that's something you can try. You can especially look for those places that are going to be in between your known doe bedding areas. So if you've got a travel corridor between those or on the leeward side of them, so you get to where the on the downwind side there of that doe bedding area where he's going to be cruising through scent checking. That's a good place to catch them in general during the rut. Now that's going to be places where maybe you catch them all day when we get some colder weather, but right now that's going to be a really good spot to key in on in the mornings. I really think the morning sits right now are going to be um, a lot more productive than the evening sits. It's just so warm. Uh, if you do see any movement, it's going to be in that last half hour to daylight. I think you have more time in the mornings. And you might try calling some too. If you've got one that just laid up after chasing all night, maybe you get in there and rattle. If you're close enough to him, maybe that gives him a reason to be up on his feet and brings him in there in the daylight. So maybe that's something you try. I don't typically do a lot of blind rattling, but I have done some here in the last couple of days, again, just to try to give them some reason to get up on their feet. And you got to think about it like, the reason they're not wanting to be out there, and it's still the rut, and like I said, they're still chasing, but they're doing it under the cover of darkness and the coolness of the night, is because they've got their winter coat on. So if you go put on your thickest, heaviest coat and go run around outside, it's not going to take very long and you're going to be wore out, sweating, and ready to go back in and lay down. So that's kind of the same place the deer are at. They can't take their coat off and go outside. They just got to lay up in the shade somewhere where it's cool and then go do their thing at night. So that's kind of the reason they're not moving during the day right now. But if you are going to catch them, I think it's going to be in the mornings, especially um, early morning within that first hour or two before it starts warming up in the afternoon. But again, it's not possible for everybody to only hunt the mornings. Um, a lot of guys can't hunt mornings, period. So if you do have to go in the evenings, you still have a chance. Uh, may not be as good. It's definitely not as good. There's not really two ways to put that. It's definitely not going to be as good a chance as if we had good weather. But you can give yourself as you can give yourself the best odds possible. So, like I said, if you're not able to get out there in the mornings, you're looking for that movement in that last half hour. The places you're going to want to key in on are water and bedding areas. So if you can get those two together, then you've really got something going. If you can get a pond or a creek or a river in tight close to a bedding area, that's your probably your best bet in the afternoon to catch a buck up on his feet coming to get a drink. These deer are chasing all night, so they're building up that thirst, and then the 
the heat during the day is just adding to that. So they're sitting there laying around and getting hot after they've chased all night and been hot. So they got to get a drink. A lot of times they'll come in and get that drink in the evening before they go out and start looking for does again, cruising for those does. So these are the water holes. You know, you're looking for those that are annually have water in them all year long. So not uh, wet weather creek necessarily because as dry as it's been that's another compounding factor on this you got to find the places where they're going to have water no matter what that's why i say ponds and rivers um, some creeks that hold water all year round that kind of stuff there are some ditches deep enough to hold water so if you can find those places even just set a camera up on them maybe that gives you an edge but if you got to have a place to sit in the evening that's probably where i'm going um, the other place is up in tight to a bedding area so a lot like you would have done in october if you knew where a buck was staying, you're going to want to get tied into his bedding. Now, you're still going to be careful about it, but that's going to be your best chance, um, aside from the water, uh, maybe even better than that, to see him up on his feet. Because he's still going to move around a little bit during the day. It's just not going to be as far, and it's not going to be for as long. So, if you can get in close to where he's bedding, again, like you would in the, the early season, maybe that's where you catch him on his feet, and you can call him over, or he comes by naturally. Um, you know, when it's, when it's hot like this, where normally in November, the deer would come to you and they're going to be more apt to be moving farther and more during the day. Now you might have to go to them. You got to change your tactics up just a little bit, especially say you put your week, uh, your vacation in and this is it. This you've got this week and maybe next week, or you've already used a week and you got a week left to hunt. This is some stuff you're going to have to start doing. Get in there and be a little more aggressive and go to the deer. Now, again, you got to be a little, you still have to be careful about it. You don't want to completely blow everything up unless maybe it's your last day to hunt until next year or something. Then I guess you got nothing to lose. But go in there and be careful about it. But that's another good place if you get in tight to those bedding areas. So water sources and bedding areas, if you can get the combination of the two, Somewhere where it's just really thick and gnarly back in there with some water around it. That's going to probably be your best bet at seeing that buck up. You know, during the rut, even in our normal year, the bucks are going to have to find that water. Uh, that's something a lot of guys don't think about. And it's one thing to think about when we finally do get that cold snap is they still have to drink. And they've been out there using up all their energy, running all over the place. However, during those normal years, that's typically a midday thing. Now it's going to be in the evenings and the cooler hours of the day before they get out and go again. Um, and they're still obviously going to do it in the middle of the night too. But if you're looking for them in the daylight, that's a good place to look. So the third one I got for you is just be persistent. Even if you do all of this stuff and you do it perfectly and you don't spook any deer, you're going to have some really slow hunts in the stand here over the next week. Um, I've actually gone, last night I saw a doe after I bumped that buck. So from the stand, I've seen one deer in my last five sits. That buck's the only one I've bumped. I haven't spooked anything from the stand, and I'm not even sure he knew exactly what was going on, but he didn't like it, so he got out of there. So I don't think I've hurt myself necessarily, but I'm still going out there. Um, aside from this evening, I've been trying to go out still as much as I can while still being smart about it, but it's It's tough. Because, like I said, you're going to have slow sits in the stand. You might go two, three times without seeing a deer, but maybe that four times when you catch that buck coming by is really tough because that stuff, you know, you can become burnt out and really discouraged by not seeing any deer, but you just got to stay persistent at it. 
You know, this is, it's not the time to give up in November. This is, these are still the best days. Now, we might have some better days ahead if we get that cold front come through at the end of next week. Unfortunately, it looks like it's going to be right around that lockdown phase, so who knows how that plays out. But for right now, we got to deal with the hand we've been dealt, play with the hand we've been dealt. So we got this warm weather. You just got to keep plugging away at it uh, stay out there after them. Now, again, that's not to say you should burn out all your spots and go hunt the same place day in and day out. Like you find a water hole and it's got tracks around it, so you're hunting there every day and you spook deer on the way in and out. You still don't want to do that. You don't want to hunt the same spot every morning and every evening, but you do have to be out there right now. So try to rotate those stands accordingly, mornings and afternoons, and then even different days, um, maybe not hunt the same stand three days in a row in the evenings, switch it up a little bit. If you've got the way, if you've got the locations to do it go out there and be smart about it, but you got to stay after them. You know, again, given this heat, that buck might only be on his feet walking past your stand in the daylight one or two times before he doesn't show up again for the year. So you want to be out there when that does happen. Um, that's why you just got to stay at it. I know it's tough right now. It's been tough for me. And then, Sometimes you just got to take a day off. Uh, today I had some work to do uh, on the truck, so I just didn't go out today. I didn't go out this morning. And then, you know, again, I was working on the truck this afternoon, so I just took today off, a good refresher. What starts to happen is when you get frustrated and you don't see any deer for a while, I think you get a little bit lackadaisical in the stand. You start, you don't become, you're not as sharp in the woods so you're making some mistakes you would normally make have you been had you been seeing deer and you know staying on your game so maybe it's a good idea to take a day off right now knowing that you might not miss anything there's a good chance you won't miss anything yeah but i wouldn't suggest taking more than you know one or two days off at a time because like i said if he passes by your stand, it may only be one time or two times until this cold snap comes through and even then if that's during the lockdown it's going to be Almost the same story. It'll just be not as hot in the stand. So, again, those are kind of three things I think that'll help you out during this time where we got this unseasonably warm weather. It does suck. I wish it was highs in the 40s or even the 30s and the bucks were moving all day long like they should be right now. But, again, we can't control it. We just got to deal with it and make the best of it. So, don't get discouraged by the forecast. Uh, Hunt smart. Stay out there after them. Try to use these strategies, maybe help you out, and have some fun out there. Um, remember, this is just deer hunting. Most of us, if not all of us, I'm going to say all of us, if you can afford the deer tag and to go hunt, you can afford to go to the grocery store and buy groceries. So no one's really hunting just to have food on the table. You might be hunting just to have meat on the table, which is a whole other thing. But again, remember what it's about for 90-plus percent of us. This is something we do to get enjoyment out of it. Do we love the the reward we get from it as far as putting food on the table? Absolutely. But we do this because we love it, uh, because it's fun, we enjoy it. So don't lose that just because you're not seeing any deer and get burned out, especially right now in November. This would be the worst time to quit, in my opinion, where we got some good days still coming. And you never know, being that it is November, if that hot dough comes by, the bucks aren't going to care. If she's up on her feet, the bucks are going to be too, and they're not going to care that it's 75 degrees. So try to get out there. Be safe. Uh, good luck to everybody who's going to get out there this weekend and over the next week. And hopefully by the next time we do this, we'll be talking about hunting that cold front. We'll probably be talking about the lockdown a little bit. It just depends on where that cold front's going to end up falling. And then this episode, 
um, as far as where the activity is. It, you know, normally that's that 11th to 15th time frame, 15th to 20th, just kind of depends on the year and how the deer have been. We talk about it a lot. The rut's the same time every year, no matter whether you see it or not. Those days are going to be within two or three probably every year when that lockdown is going to be, and it's looking like this cold front's going to come through right then. But maybe that plays to our advantage. Maybe we get them, that gets them moving around a little more instead of just staying locked down. The does will get up and, and move around and make the bucks chase them. So, But anyway, that stuff we'll talk about next week. Thanks, guys, for tuning in to this episode of Full Draw Friday. If you want to support, go to ridgehunteroutdoors.com. And check out anything we got there, that buck tarsal spray, doe tarsal spray. That's going to help you out in the woods, too. We've seen some good results from that. Any of our apparel and accessories, you guys can go check that stuff out as well. And if you want to, use discount code FULLDRAW, cap, all capitals, just full draw, no spaces, and you can get 10% off your entire order at RidgeHunterOutdoors.com. So go check that out. Thanks, guys, for listening, and we'll catch you next Friday.